0: What's up and welcome back to the Dream Mason Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova. I'm a Dream Mason, a performance coach. I work with strong and successful people to boldly declare what they want, get real about what's in the way, and create the strategy and the steps for more clarity, freedom, and success in their life. Together, we get things done faster, raise the bar on your goals, improve your relationships, and get crystal clear on what you really want. Now, if you haven't already, please support me and this podcast by subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, or YouTube, and please leave a review on iTunes. Follow me, InspirationalAlex, on Instagram, and share this podcast with a friend. Now, a Dream Mason is a person who is brave enough to declare they have a dream and committed enough to do the work to build it. Now, I know we all have a Dream Mason inside of us, and my dream for this podcast is to support us by giving us a glimpse inside the hearts and minds of leaders creators and innovators to help us unleash our inner dream mason because your dreams don't build themselves i want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor accomplishment coaching i won't let anyone sponsor this show but i've personally done accomplishment coaching their year-long life leadership training program and it changed my life completely Besides giving me a new career, it supported me to improve my relationships with my family, my friends, make the most money I've ever made, find more joy, and overall live a much more powerful life. So if you're interested in coaching, transformational work, or leadership training, Accomplishment Coaching is definitely the world's finest training program. Let's get into this episode. What's up? This is Alex Terranova. Welcome back to the Dream Mason Podcast. How do you guys feel when you go to the gym and you, you're you sore like the next day? I, I love it. I love the next day and the day after feeling sore. It doesn't have to be the gym. You could go skiing or, or running. But you do something physical and you feel it in your body a few days after. Sometimes for a few days. Like for me, it's always a reminder that I did work, that I put in work, that my muscles kind of got broken down and they're, they're like rebuilding. There's some pain associated with the gain. And as I think about this, I was kind of like relating this to to life, but think about growing pains. Now, we didn't all experience them, but some of us as kids did have growing pains. And if you had them, you probably remember them because I didn't, but I hear that they're pretty painful. So some kids simply through the experience of growing had achy bones, joints and muscles. I think we all kind of sometimes experience that with our teeth. You know, We it wasn't always fun to grow, lose, and regrow teeth as kids. I started thinking about growing pains in this, this idea about them from the workout and whatnot, not because at 37 years old I'm suddenly experiencing growing pains again, but because I think we experience them in other ways as we grow. And I think we experience them in the idea of like who we are and as we practice our personal and spiritual development. My personal journey to this podcast and my my business and career as a, as a performance coach isn't really a secret. I speak about it frequently on the podcast, and it's it's all over my website, thedreamason.com. And I'm proud of the path I've taken. I'm not necessarily happy or proud of every decision I made. But I do realize that the path is cumulative. Like if one of those things had changed, then everything would actually change. So overall, I'm proud of the path. And I can take responsibility for the things that I did that, I, that I'm not proud of or the things that I did that I didn't like or the people I need to apologize to. And I can take re- responsibility for who I used to be, the things I've done, not done, and know that I could have done better. However, I'm here now because of the way all this happened. I wasn't always the happiest, most optimistic, nicest, or most genuine person. I wasn't that way on purpose. I didn't know who I was. I didn't love who I was. And we all do this to survive in some way, shape, or form. It's different. It's not all like I did it. But we do, we kind of create these masks to succeed or get by in the world. We create masks or like personalities to support us. But they're not necessarily authentic. They're created. In my 30s, I realized that the person that I was being in the world, in relationships, with money, at jobs, just in general with friends, wasn't actually working for me. And it wasn't who I wanted to be. That way of living kind of left me unhappy, unfulfilled, and unsatisfied, I can't talk, with my life. And sadly, it wasn't even helping me get the things i wanted so this realization sent me on a journey of personal discovery exploration coaching becoming aware conscious reflection and growth and transformational practice my life couldn't be more different than it used to be i'm optimistic i'm open i'm vulnerable there's more heart i'm spiritual and i look for value and gold in situations i also spend a ton of time reflecting on myself And what's actually going on for me. And when I don't like something about myself or someone else, or I find myself judging others, I do things to actually shift that. I spend my life becoming the person that I say I want to be. And I listen to podcasts for ideas on how to keep growing. I have my own coach. I have a whole lot of mentors. A whole lot of people that I talk to every day. That are brilliant and powerful that that we kind of support each other i drink less than i used to i eat better i do yoga i meditate among other things and let's be real often i still get grouchy negative angry pessimistic sad and sometimes even go back to the old way of being and if you want to know the real truth often my first word out of bed in the morning is "fuck." I wake up often with a bitterness that I have to do all this again, that I have to put in all this work and meditate and practice and do all these things. And it's not because I don't like them or I don't want to. I do. But that subconscious, that natural state that I've been practicing for 30 something years is what's there in the default. And it's just not what I'm committed to. So I have to kind of like put the train back on the tracks and get it back going in the direction I want. And it's not that any of this is bad or wrong. It's all fine. I'm human. However, the worst thing I do is I beat myself up for all of this. And I get down on myself for the results of not showing up or not showing up fast enough. When I say showing up, I mean like the way that I want to show up. Or I beat myself up because I think it should be different. Like I think other people are hopping out of bed in the morning or like their eyes open to an alarm. And it's like some beautiful song that's playing and there's birds chirping out the window and they smile right away and their dog licks their face and they're like, Hey, Sparky. And they jump out of bed and they click their heels together and they run off into the day. Like, "Yay, it's Wednesday in my mind. Sometimes, sometimes like, I think that's actually what happens. And I'm the only one waking up not like that. So, And I think we all have versions of that. Like we look at other people's lives or we make up what other people's lives are and then we compare it to our actual. But it's not real. And especially with social media, right? Like everyone's on vacation on Instagram. Everyone's airbrushed and living like a fabulous life. And then we're looking at it from our actual life. So and we do this all over the place. As parents, we're constantly judging ourselves for how we're doing as parents. And that's a game you'll never win. As partners, we're consistently putting meaning into things that our partners say or judging ourselves for the things we did or didn't do. We judge and evaluate and beat ourselves up for our performance at work, at the gym, with the opposite sex, during sex, and everywhere else. In the world we live in, we might say our inner critic is the strongest muscle in our body. Our inner critic is harsh enough. And then you decide to transform or grow yourself as a person, and your inner critic goes into overdrive to do its best to hold you back and keep you stuck. Because that's where it feels the most safe. It's comfortable in the complaints. It's comfortable in the not succeeding. It's comfortable in the suffering. It's comfortable in the bad relationships or the bad jobs or the city that you hate or the apartment you hate or the house you hate or your kids taking advantage of you. It's comfortable in whatever it is that you know that's consistent. Which brings me back to growing pains. I believe we actually experience growing pains as adults when we decide we want out of our comfort zones. When we decide we want to step into our greatness, get out of our own ways, and start playing a bigger game when it comes to relationships, jobs, goals, money, happiness, fulfillment, anything. There are no growing pains in our comfort zone. Just like there's no muscle soreness when you do the same workout day after day after day after day. You have to change it up. You have to push through the discomfort of a new workout to build new or bigger muscles. You have to push through and endure challenging spots in relationships to explode or grow the relationships to the depth of people that have been together for 80 years or 50 years. And you have to do that in business. No business starts off as a billion dollar company it starts off as a small business and it grows. And as a small business, it's tough, it's challenging, and there's things you have to overcome. But those are the growing pains that get us to become bigger, just like when we were children. You are dynamic, divine, capable of things vastly beyond what you currently believe. But the mask or the persona you created has you stuck Stay comfortable, stay with what you know, stay where you are, stay with things you can handle. If you're already on a journey of self-discovery, personal or business or spiritual, you likely you're finding that you're being confronted by growing pains, especially if the results haven't shown up yet. I want to give you a couple of ways to practice loving the journey and being with the growing pains, especially if the results haven't shown up yet. So first, notice your inner critic. Maybe even give that little fucker a name. Mine's name is Ernest, and he's really scared and he's lame, and he's terrified of kind of being exposed or seen. Practice noticing where your inner critic is beating you up in your head and simply try to notice it and interrupt the pattern. So sometimes I I hear that that voice, and his voice is distinct, and I just have to check myself and go, that's not real. It's made up. There's nothing actually scary. I'm not going to die here. You know, I'm just making a phone call. Who cares if the person doesn't answer or they don't call me back or they say no. Number two, meditate. See if you can start with a minute for a couple of days. Go to two minutes, maybe to four or five, six or seven. It's pretty incredible if you could get to 20 minutes a day. But meditation will slow down your thoughts. It'll help you get present it'll give you a sense of peace and joy and ease and it has a ton of physical health benefits so another one is teething which sounds funny because i don't think there's any babies listening to this podcast when babies experience the pain of tooth growth we support them by giving them things to ease their pain you are growing you're expanding your bandwidth your life, your relationships, your career, and sometimes it's gonna suck and be downright painful. So find ways to soothe yourself and get the comfort you do need. Maybe that's a massage, a jacuzzi before bed. Maybe it's a weekly phone call with a loving, supporting friend who will remind you of your greatness, your your beauty, or your brilliance. Or maybe it's a dance party on your bed with your kids, your dogs, and your cats. Whatever it is, Teething is important. Practice self-love. Do at least one thing a day that's just for you and yourself. Love yourself because it's tough to love anyone else if you aren't loving yourself. When I say one thing a day, it can be so simple. You could take yourself out of your office and go for a walk. You could go to your favorite coffee place. Maybe it's your workout that's your one thing. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's a show. But do one thing a day that's specifically just for you. And lastly, Hire a coach, a therapist, a mentor, get someone in your corner supporting you, reflecting what you can't see, and will point out and help you see the things that are standing between you and your greatness, the things that are standing between you and all the things that you want in the life you could be living. Your greatness is like a secret society. Discovering and accessing it isn't always easy. But if you're brave enough to choose and explore it, you'll be surprised at what you discover. You are a Dream Mason, because your dreams don't build themselves. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dream Mason Podcast. I am grateful to have you here. Please support me in this podcast by subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, or YouTube, and leave a review on iTunes. And share this podcast with a friend. If you want more, or you're ready to play a bigger game and create more clarity, freedom, and success in your life, you can follow me on Instagram at inspirationalalex, or you can reach out to me at thedreammason.com, or even email me at alex@thedreammason.com. At Remember, you are a Dream Mason, because your dreams don't build themselves.